1: That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/slash ifanboy today. You get 10 percent off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash ifanboy.
0: This is Ifanboy Media Sploot, episode 27.
1: That's all right, Mama. Just any way you do, that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Hello,
0: welcome to my hey. Fanboy Media explode episode 27. My name is Connor Kilpatrick, and I'm here with Josh Flanagan. Hi there. And Ron Richards. Hey, welcome back. And this is the show, Media Spllood Show. Unlock with the patrons at patreon.com slash iFanboy. We have some of them here with us watching live. Yes. We recorded this during the monthly patron hangout, so they're watching us do this live. This is the first meet live Media
2: explode. It's the first uh, one. and yet another reason why you should go to patreon.com iFanboy and sign I up like because we've
1: definitely done it live before. We've, I don't one? think we've
2: done a media slug before, live. I think
1: that we've we done... We have done things that we did after the Hangout, and I mm-hmm. can't think of what else it would be. We've definitely done it. It's been a while. Yeah. I thought you were
0: going to say we've done things we, we regretted before. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean I've, I've, recorded so. I've, I've
1: recorded everything I've... I've recorded everything you've ever regretted.
0: <laughs> anyway, this is our Unlocked show. They've unlocked this show, the Talks Blows, Media Slugs, Unlocked, all that at patreon.com. Thank you to the patrons for doing so. We like doing this show, so we appreciate that. And we have a lot to do. As we've been teasing, this is our summer mailbag show. So we're going to get right into it. So we've got tons of time to do our, our answer a bunch of emails from you, the listeners. Uh, so it. we're going to start the show as we always do with the things we've been enjoying in the last well month in quotes since we did this show two weeks ago. In the, in the last time we, since we talked to you, Josh, what have you been enjoying since we last talked? There's a show on FX called The Bear. I mm. saw a trailer oh, for I've, it. I've, and it I've
2: seen po- I've seen the artwork.
0: Yeah,
1: like I, just, yeah. I saw an ad for it before some show I was watching, and I was like, I think that actually looks good. And I don't feel that a lot you know it's basically a chef type guy who i don't know who it is he has an interesting face somebody dies and he ends up in charge of an italian beef store like an old-time italian beef shop in chicago and i i thought oh, actually looks I pretty good beef. i watched the pilot and i haven't gone any further because i decided i wanted to watch it with my wife so i was like you watch the pilot and then we'll catch up together and it's 30 and, minute episodes right yeah yeah 30 35 oh, and that. uh love that. a 30
2: minute show oh so good I, yeah
1: i think what got oh, me though Connor. As as I was watching it, literally talking, in like like five, we're having a side conversation,
0: Josh. We can see each other, and he know and he knows
1: exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, so which is great. So So, five or ten minutes into it, we're gonna pretend we're not on video now because it works better (laughs) that way. Five or ten minutes into it, I go, I think this is good, and it's such an unusual feeling with something new. And I'm sorry, but that's just like, and and I was well because there's so much, and so
0: much of it is just fine. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and like it wasn't amazing but I was like I think this is and it was and I was trying to figure out why whether it's the pacing or the action or the acting it was a, a combination of sort of all those things and I was like this is really good. And so I told my wife and she's actually downstairs watching the pilot now so that I can keep watching it with her. It, it's chef stuff, you know, if you've ever, you know, you know, any of the Anthony Bourdain stuff, that sort of deal. and But like Chicago folks and the this interesting people who work in the kitchen. I, I really liked that pilot episode. I will report back on whether I liked the rest of it, but that was the right. thing. The other thing I just, we talk about Neil Stevenson a lot, right? And I had listened to the audio. I've gone through basically audiobooks of all the other books that I read forever ago and say that I loved and I wanted to make sure. So I went through Cryptonomicon and it was everything I'd ever hoped it would be still. And then I was like, well, I guess I'll do the Baroque trilogy now. And so I'm 60 hours. <laughs> it's the Baroque trilogy. Instead and I got another 35 to you're, go. You're,
0: doing, you're rereading old books?
1: Uh, I mean, fine. kind of. But it's, it's more, I mean, like, usually I do read new books. And I, you know, I did a couple in between. I do memoir. I change it around or whatever. But, you know, these are books that I said my, were my favorite books, you know, 20 years ago. And I thought, oh, I've got a chance to sort of go through it again. And I am wrapped Like, the Baroque trilogy, I don't even understand how somebody does that. Really, really
0: good. Yeah.
1: And there are parts, you know, there are bits where I was like, oof, maybe I don't like this. You know, but it always comes around and, like, there's just, it's just so many amazing characters and things. It's, you know, it's the same stuff, but... I think it's fascinating to me if we go through Termination Shock, which was the last book, and I'm almost done. Like, there are so many themes that he is still coming back to over and over and over again. It's really interesting. He spends a lot of time in Holland. They talk about New Guinea a lot. There's stuff that he's clearly interested Not just like he likes hand-to-hand combat, but like themes sword and fighting. ways of, yeah, and I mean, there's always sword fighting you know that come around but it's so much of like the things that i'm interested in in way too much volume wrapped up in one and it works i, I can't even tell you I, i'm pretty sure it's good but if it isn't i, I don't know how to say that because i i cannot get enough of it and what happens is i've completely fallen off podcasts because it's just much more compelling for me to stay on a story on a, a continuation of a thing that i i can't get enough of
0: well i'm glad to hear that you still really love Cryptonomicon because that was the book that got both of us really into Stevenson. Yeah.
1: It was as good or better than I thought, you know, cause I'm 20 years older. So, you know, you, you wonder, is it still going to have that impact? And it's odd because it's all about sort of much earlier version of the internet, but it didn't feel like it aged that much. It really is right. about, it's about, that's about the inception of cryptocurrency. Really? Is, if that's all it is. And he right. was like, yeah, he got that right. You know, you need to know what crashed.
0: So, Normally on these shows, we talk about TV shows just because of the nature of the world. We talk about TV shows we enjoy. And yes, the Orville's been terrific. I think this season, they've got a bigger budget, clearly. But it's even uh, seems even more like Star Trek Next Generation than previous seasons, which we felt were, like it a lot.
2: We're behind. We just watched the Twilight Zone episode, mm-hmm. basically, like the planet where they walked into the high school. Yeah, you know, like that, yeah, that yeah, whole yeah. thing, and I was like, it is so funny because like Orville started as a comedy like send up of Next yeah, Generation, yeah. And, and now, now it's just I'm like, and I, I'm like, they're just doing full on original series slash Next Generation hybrid episodes, yep. and like I, I'm I'm there for it, but also they are distinctly an entire one hour long show now, which oh, I it, don't I don't know if the the length helps
0: it. The newest episode which you haven't watched it is an hour mm-hmm. fifteen.
2: Right. They're they're really getting indulgent with the
0: time. With commercials, it would have been a two-hour episode. Anyway, it's been great. Premiere of Only Murders in the Building happened. I really enjoyed. All those things are great. But what I wanted to talk about was TV movies. I watched three TV movies in the last couple of weeks. Wait, when you say TV movies, how are you defining that? Movies straight to streaming. They're TV movies. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, upon Ron's recommendation last time, I watched Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. and I liked it. It wasn't as sharp I think as it could have been. It wasn't as sharp as Lego movie, it wasn't as sharp as okay. Roger Rabbit, but I think you're right like all the characters like there's DC shit in there. Like Right,
2: like, it is I can't believe they got away with all of it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And that was funny and I like I said I don't have a ton of emotional attachment to the Chippendale characters so it wasn't it didn't hit yeah. me as much but I laughed and it was good. It was yeah. a good movie. Then I watched Father of the Bride on HBO Max. Uh Chip and Dale was on Disney Plus. Father of the Bride on HBO Max which was of a third version of this is it was originally a book then it was a spencer tracy elizabeth taylor movie and then it was steve martin steve martin yeah, and ian keaton and they did two of those and th- now this is a latino version so it's uh, andy garcia uh, as the father and it's all takes place in miami and it was cute it was fun i enjoyed it the difference in this one which is between the other ones is that the parents are breaking up while the marriage is happening and that's like the big conflict but then they get back together because it's a romantic comedy but it didn't really earn them getting back right together, but it was fine. It was cute. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Andy Garcia's great. I enjoyed. The, I enjoyed the film. And then finally, the one I probably enjoyed the most of all these three was Fire Island, which was another romantic comedy taking place Hulu. on on Hulu on Fire Island, which was a, it's just a gay enclave off Long Island, and this is about a, a group of friends who are one last hurrah on Fire Island. And Bo and Yang is probably the most well known of the guys. Uh, that's unfortunate. He's terrific. He's great. He's a huge comedy star. Yeah, I don't like him. I think he's immensely talented and he was very funny. And it was a very sweet, you know, there's a bunch of different kinds of characters and some are just there for sex, some want love. And it's a movie that never would have been made 10 years ago or even maybe (laughs) five years ago. It was a very different kind of romantic comedy than (laughs) what you normally get. And I enjoyed enjoyed that as well. Those are the three movies I watched in the last couple of weeks. I have a
1: bear update since we began talking about Uh this is my wife has texted me and told me something that was great about it. And I said, I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, it's in episode three. And I was like, you were were supposed to watch the first (laughs) one
2: (laughs) just (laughs) now. So I guess it's
1: pretty good. Uh, But I was like, what are you doing? That's funny. That's
2: very funny. So she went ahead. So speaking of the bear, just a little segue. I think I forgot to mention, I think it was back in March or whatever, but I did finally watch the Anthony Bourdain, the documentary documentary. Roadrunner. I watched it on a plane. I made it like halfway through the movie to California, and then I watched the last half on the way back. The point I stopped was when there's just a shot of him pushing his daughter on the swings, and I was like, "Oh, I can't do that. I can't do this. I can't like this is too this breaks me up." But uh, um, it was good. It was good. It was it it, a little flawed in places, but uh, it was all right. But the main thing I want to talk about is I, I literally just saw last night in the movie theaters. I was very excited for Baz Luhrmann's Elvis starring tom hanks as colonel tom parker and i forget the kid's name the guy's name playing elvis aaron something aaron davis maybe or something like that or
0: see a third baseman
2: on the rangers Uh, i forget (laughs) i love me a baz lerman film you know big fan of romeo and juliet big fan of moulin rouge you know i enjoyed great gatsby like i love lerman's approach to it Uh, austin butler thank you this is doing it live we find us in the chat room yes yes. so i was very excited for baz taking on elvis and uh, all in all Connor you saw it too right I yes. thought yesterday also yeah yeah so I want to hear what you think th- think of it but like overall like I wanted to like it more it was very long. It was two hours and 40 minutes. And to me, it felt both extremely long and drawn out and also really fast and sped up in well, places.
0: That's it, my it, primary criticism. And I really yeah. I really enjoyed watching it. I thought yeah, Austin yeah. Butler was amazing. Was
2: Austin amazing. Butler was great. And the, all the music performance scenes were amazing. Were incredible. Were great. Really incredible well music.
0: Done. Austin yeah. Butler, there's a, there was portions yeah. where he even got like a little bit of the smirky smile. Exactly yeah. right. And I was like, holy yeah. shit. He is really. Yeah, channeling." It. But. Elvis is. Sounds like a review of Bohemian Rhapsody. Man, that music stuff was great, wasn't he? Great acting like that.
1: (laughs) What about the rest of it? Man, that music was great. No, the movie. Don't forget the the wig, Josh. The wig. The movie
0: was really, really good. The problem is, Elvis's life is way too complicated for two, even three hours. Like, it's long. I mean, like, I don't mean like it's it's not though.
1: He's. Right, no, I know, but like Elvis is a lot of phases, and, and what right. right that's right. That, so my, like, my point so this is, this
0: is, there's three Elvis phases there's the 50s, the 60s, and the 70s, right? right they're all right. distinct because the 50s, he's sort of changing rock and roll and he's he's sexy and dangerous. They want to throw him in jail. The 60s, they send him off to, to, to the army and then he becomes a movie star. And the 70s is the Vegas downfall. Yeah. Well, and so all three of those are a movie s- in and of themselves. Exactly. The agreed. You zoom through a- all those
2: things. Agreed. And, and the, the problem with it is that they zoomed through so like I wanted to see more of the 50s they and, and, and then the next 50s, thing you know yeah. next thing you know we're in the same like whoa, whoa whoa like I felt like why'd you speed past that and then it just lingered on stuff for longer than it needed to linger and I will say that like the movie and I as someone commented I was posting on social media but somebody commented that I guess it was originally being set up as a movie focused on Colonel Tom Parker not so yeah. much on Elvis. He's and then a narrator. It no, yeah, but so Colonel Tom is the narrator, and it's all through his eyes and his you know machinations and control and all this sort of stuff over Elvis. And as much as I love Tom Hanks and God bless the G and stuff like that, like it was this weird like villain you know yeah. twirling mustache kind of portrayal where like lurking in the shadows like literally lurking in the shadows not yeah. like metaphorically but like hiding behind a door watching something happen and stuff like that whereas it's like this just doesn't feel good and like the the things that that the earmarks for a Baz Luhrmann film that I love like crazy energy and all this sort of stuff and like it, the movie started and it had like graphics and it had like yeah. different kind of stuff and then it just it is almost like it ran out of steam and turned into just a boring Hollywood biopic in terms of like the filmmaking approach, you know, but that said, uh, you know, I love the music. You know, I I went down a rabbit hole of just like the fact versus fiction. And like, that's another thing that's annoying me. Like the entire plot of the 68 comeback special phase of Elvis life in the movie is completely contrived. The Colonel Tom Parker's Christmas special sweater and all that stuff. Didn't happen. Just didn't. Straight up, didn't happen. You know, and like so. That's the kind of stuff that. Just, and I could feel it in that movie. It I was saved, funny though. But, yes, it was funny. But like, I I don't know. But but I, I did enjoy it. This isn't like a bad review. I just wanted to like it more. You know. So it's
0: funny. I was telling this to, to my neighbors last night. We were talking and they were talking about how it's three sections of his life, and they each, they each could have been a movie. And and one of one of them said, "Well, why didn't they just make it a TV show?" And I went, "Because yeah. you're a millennial. That's why." <laughs> everything's a tv out, show to out, you because like, movies are still prestigious and they need to be made yeah. as movies yeah but it's totally worth seeing he is incredible in it and i thought tom hanks you know wasn't as bad as i was expecting based on the reviews
2: yeah i mean it's i mean it's tom hanks in a fat suit doing a weird dutch accent by way of the south he which didn't also, even know which also he, isn't how parker talked like yeah, yeah so it, it just i don't know it, it's how did yeah. he talk he, he, he was able to hide, because the whole, the whole I mean, spoiler, Dutch. the whole premise. The, yeah, yeah, he was so, Dutch. He was yeah, Dutch. so Josh, this is the, the premise of the movie, and as you dig into it, the crux of the conflict of the 70s for Elvis was that he wanted to go do a world tour. He wanted to go play in Japan. He never went he anywhere to, in the world. The he he never left America. the country other than being when he was in the service. And... Tom Parker would never let him citing security. He's the most famous person in the world. You get death threats. How can you make sure you can be secure? Turns out in reality, Colonel Tom Parker was an illegal alien who emigrated from the Netherlands in the 30s and mm-hmm. was never a US citizen, didn't have a passport. He couldn't have gone to Japan with Elvis and he wouldn't let go to let Elvis come by himself. That's yeah, that's true. real. That's absolutely real. Yeah. And so and Crazy. so, what happened was, is that he passed himself off as being from West Virginia and came up through the carnival circuit in the South and all that sort of stuff and was able to mask his Dutch accent with a bad West Virginian Southern accent twang kind of thing. Um, (laughs) But for some reason I read about this Lerman wanted Hanks to do more of a alien Dutch kind of like (laughs) weird talking kind of thing to play up the drama of his power or whatever it was, but like, that's not, I read, I read this whole article with the woman who wrote the definitive book. And she's like, yeah, that's not how he talked. Like he, he sounded more Southern than Dutch. Elvish, we need gold. That's pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I, I I thought it was really fun. Yeah. The way that they portrayed him as being sexually dangerous in the fifties, I thought was incredible. I thought thought the whole fifties part, him as a kid to the fifties was, I thought was incredible. That whole part of the movie. Yeah. Elvis is fascinating. I thought it was really, totally fascinating. Totally. Yeah. So those are the things we've enjoyed in the last couple of weeks since we did the last show. But we want to get and spend a lot of time answering your emails. It's the summary mailbag episode. We've got a bunch of emails here. We're going to try to answer as many as we can before we get to our final episode ending game, which you are all excited about. Right. Wow, way to go out. Let's do the first email from Dan from Baltimore, Maryland. If you're going to watch a movie for the first time, you see there's a director's cut and a theatrical cut available. Which one do you tend to choose? Personally, I go for theatrical to see how it was originally presented, and it also helps it is often shorter than the director's cut. I've been thinking about this question for a couple of weeks since I attempted to show my son Terminator 2 for the first time. I realized that only the director's cut was available to rent or buy on Amazon.
2: It's interesting. That's a good question. And not something I consider. I think I would always watch the theatrical
1: first. I feel like my instinct in the past would have been to watch the director's cut because I was going for the thing that's pure. But I think in most... Yeah, most is hard to say. In many instances, the directors go on a bit long. And also, if you're watching something because there's a sense of, like, this is the thing, this is the historical document, then you want to watch what everybody saw.
0: Right. And I think that's a good point he makes, is that that's how it was presented. So this is the experience that right. everyone else had. I have that one first.
1: Yeah. Is there a movie that any of you know where you like the extended or director's it's cut the first blade. two lord of the rings blade runner see i've seen five different versions of blade runner and i don't remember which one the same thing with oh what's the uh, brazil like yeah. i think the Criterion edition of brazil had like three versions of the movie and i was like i'm never gonna do that <laughs> you know i think
2: uh, the first two lord of the rings the
0: third one theatrical is better what
2: the theatrical better, the the better Wait, the theatrical
0: is better than the extended in the third one in the third one yeah, the first, the first two dude. I watched the director's cut, and then I watched yeah. the theatrical for the third
1: one. I think yeah. normally if I watched those, I would watch the extended. But that's like a different relationship I have with that film because I saw them in the theater, and then later I was like, "Well, what else is there?" And then we watched the behind the scenes. like that's that's an outlier in a way,
0: you know. Like if so, say that like that was the end of the era, really, for the behind the oh, scenes yeah. do- documentary watching was Lord of the Rings. Yes, and yeah. it was they.
1: That's probably because they were like. We can't beat this. This is over. <laughs> they did. They did. Uh, they did the one on uh, Apocalypse Now, and they did this one. We're good. But like, th- I knew those. Like, I saw them, and so then it becomes an interesting thing to be like, well, what would the extended one look like? And usually, I will put the ex- if I was to put them on, and I haven't forever, I would put the extended one on, just
0: because right. it's. I'll b- tell you what I did. I did. I actually did this recently. I watched the extended version of the A Team instead of the theatrical cut, which I hadn't seen before.
1: And. Would you were you able to be like oh that's new like yeah the, the whole the, the whole
0: the whole opening of the movie is new in the theatrical mm-hmm. they study they start they're already at the war together and they're a unit the, the extended director's cut shows how they sort of all came together to become the a-team and then it gets into the action which you can lop off the movie mm-hmm. but it's like 20 minutes they hmm. added it with it.
2: Wait, are you talking about the remake of the, the team
0: with Liam Nason? Yeah, I'm not talking about the, the director's cut kind of a TV show. I'm talking about the movie.
2: Right. No, no. I, I just haven't thought about that
0: movie in years. It's a terrific I, I, action movie. Yeah. It is. I remember movie. really liking it a lot, but like they We did a special edition on it.
2: Yeah, no. Yeah.
0: Oh, no, it totally flopped. They were gonna do a whole series and it flopped. Yeah, yeah. Sylvester on the right and side. And it came
1: out it came out basically the same time as the losers, and it was basically the same. It's movie. the same
0: concept, it's the same exact concept. And yeah. Even in the losers comic, they called them the A Team. Yeah, well, I mean,
1: that's what what, uh, Andy Diggle was trying to do. Like, Mm -hmm. like, let's do an A-Team book.
0: Yeah. Ken from The Great White North. After learning of the passing of Ray Liotta, I googled best gangster movies. And while I got some of the expected titles, like Goodfellas and The Godfather, I also got a bunch of other movies where, though there were gangsters prominently featured in the movie, they weren't the protagonists, like The Untouchables, The French Connection. Ah. Do the latter constitute gangster movies in your minds, and is Goodfellas a top three all-time gangster movie? Top one. Um, so if we if we're saying a gangster movie,
1: like wh- then we have to. What our is a Gangster movie.
2: Gangster so movie. I, ga- gangster movie is you're rooting for the gang. Like it's 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 like no. Untouchables and French Connection are not gangster movies. You ask me that they, they
0: are crime movies. I agree. I think French Connection is not a gangster movie, even though yeah. it features the French mafia. But I think yeah. Untouchables is a gangster movie because yes, I can, I can see that actually. because yeah, I, I think I think
1: one of the main characters has to be in the mafia. Or some version of organized crime what? not or, necessarily Italian. It well, what are you talking about? That doesn't exist.
0: Yeah. What?
1: Yeah. The so, family organization. Yeah,
0: the family organization. So let me the ask small you. Small business this. association.
1: Outside of these things, like so is the departed a mafia movie? Yes. It's a gangster picture. Yes. Gangster yeah, 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 yes. Yes. yeah. I'll give you. Yes. Yeah, that's what I mean.
0: Yeah, It's not
1: Donnie, Donnie Brasco obviously is. Yes. Yeah, Donnie But That's Brasco's from the,
2: pr- but that, but that's from the perspective of somebody going undercover. Like that's. But Al is like, yeah, a gangster. But yeah. his relationship
1: no, was- with Al Pacino is not necessarily yeah. adversarial through the whole thing. That's the whole thing about that right, movie. Right. Right. Yeah. Forget about it. I um, love Donnie Brasco. It is so eminently rewatchable. So here, the last so understanding. Here's Del a China question:
2: Is Boys in the Hood a gangster movie?
1: It's not organized crime.
0: But, I mean, okay. If okay.
1: you're if you're changing the definition of gangs is a gang yeah, it's a crime gangsters. Uh, yeah, like they're I using mean, the same term, but right. I mean,
2: I, I mean, that the question is where does the you know, you know, where does the definition go?
0: You know, is Reservoir Dogs a gangster movie? It's a crime movie. They're not the it's heist a crime a, movie. A crime they're movie they're just, yeah. That's a heist. It's like heat not, in the chat. Yeah. Room heat like, like a, after yeah. the heist. Heat's yeah. just yeah. a bunch of criminals in a in a they're not like they're in a gang but they're not gangsters. Right. You right. You know what I mean? Right. There's a difference. Is gang, Gangs of New York a gangster movie? No. It's
2: like
1: a proto gangster movie. About I gangs. think that's the idea yeah. like.
0: Yeah. But you you I can't mean, have a, you can't have the mafia pre 19 Right. So you're talking about gangster movies are mob movies. That's what you're Well, that's, that's you're a good question gangster, because like yeah. White Heat or anything James Cagney or yeah. Edward G Robinson films, those are gangster movies. Right. Yeah, the gangsters, right? And so
2: Yeah. I mean, Boys in the Hood is about gangsters. They're gang a gang, you know.
0: T- yeah, I mean, The Irishman. So, yeah, well, but, Irishman, but but
1: but yeah. if we're talking about gangsterism, the mob, it's like they're part of a greater. You're defining as
2: gangsterism as the mob that that you're def- you're some defining version, organized
1: crime. I think but- some version of the mob or organized crime. I think, and I yeah. don't. Is it think Italian? Boys is that, that Italian? It isn't necessarily Italian because you have The Departed. as the Irish. Uh, yeah. Mob or uh, Carlito's Way or Scarface oh. is the the you know actually yeah. that, that's, right. that's still related to the Italian mob. But so um,
2: so the definition of Wikipedia is going to favor both Josh and my definition of it. It says a gangster film or gangster movie is a film belonging to a genre that focuses on gangs and organized crime. It is a subgenre of crime film that may involve large criminal organizations or small gangs formed to perform perform a certain illegal act. The genre is differentiated from westerns and the gangs of that genre. I mean, even even American gangsters I mean, about
0: so. the black gangs in Harlem who were active at their time. But they're well, but they're that, also that, that's connected really the
1: whole... to the mafia, though. In that movie, like there, there's a there's a, I mean, he's kind of
0: going against. What about them, Russian gangsters?
1: Like uh, what's that movie? Eastern the Promises.
0: Eastern yeah. Promises, yeah.
1: I mean, yes, but no. Like it's a type of gangster movie, I guess, but I wouldn't put it under the main umbrella. It's it's tributary, and you could. What maybe is the say Michael Caine? She was only sixteen. Movie. What is that? oh man oh, you ruined it i added if you hadn't said anything harry no they remade oh, it was it was it it's, it's not for Get carter is it yes it is it's it Get carter yeah yes get carter
2: yeah yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Get carter. yeah, yeah. Is, that, is that is that a gangster movie it's a british gang
1: yes yeah british gangster any, movies are another tributary but they can't yeah, any,
0: any of those anything any with the those, craze uh, yeah yeah what about like all those who's that director scorsese no, the one with Brad Pitt and the one the British gangster. <laughs> guy Richie. Uh, guy Richie, Ritchie? Ritchie. Ritchie.
1: the guy. Those are,
2: those yeah, are gangster yeah.
0: movies. Yeah. Like yeah. the the so. gentleman was absolutely
1: a gangster
2: yeah, movie. Yeah, but those aren't ma those aren't mafia movies. Like that like Organized I think harm. that I think that like mafia movies are a subgenre of gangster movies.
1: I listen, I haven't seen Boys in the Hood in a really long time, and I think you're putting this in there and um and maybe you're right or wrong, but I feel like that was a crime movie or like growing up in a it's, bad area. I'm but, Googling like, it's on every gang.
2: It's on all of. It's in the Wikipedia article about gangster go.
0: movies. Yeah, yeah. It's the yeah, one that's I mean, top three gangster movies.
2: Okay, fair enough.
0: What are they? What are they? Oh, I mean, oh, Boys I think in the Hood,
2: <laughs> New Jack City.
0: So, um, really, we're really asking what's the third one because we know it's Goodfellas and The Godfather. So Goodfellas, what's the, Godfather. What's the third top? Goodfellas, Game?
2: Godfather, Godfather Two.
1: Oh, that's. Can we that's, put the two Godfathers together just to make this interesting? Okay, sure. Okay, okay just so it's Goodfellas, Godfather, Goodfellas, one Godfather, and two. Godfather, Godfather Three. I mean, exactly. my favorites, like if I were to say the next things on the that Departed. list
0: would be Departed,
1: Casino, The Departed, and Donnie Brasco. Those are the ones after yeah. that. The, the Departed. Departed
0: is super rewatchable. Departed is it's, really good. No, I've watched it. The
1: Departed so many times and it moves. There's not yep. a single part of it that isn't interesting. or it's. I mean, I it's did like we, we all see
0: that, that together way. for the first yes, time? Yes, we did. We saw it in did. Brooklyn. We did. Yeah. And by, by my house in Brooklyn. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I need to rewatch Casino. Because I casino feel like always is, suffers from not being Goodfellas. Agreed. But you not watched it in a while? Not in a while. It's good. I remember liking like it when it came out, but it's it's going to always be compared to Goodfellas because it's the same I saw cast it when I was crew. like
1: 15 or 16 or something and I had just seen Goodfellas or whatever and, and I was like, oh, good, more. And I remember thinking it was so similar at the time that I decided that I didn't like it. And then I watched it, a, you know, like a few years ago again and I was like, holy shit. This well, the reason why I is because it entirely was not last film. night.
0: And I turned it on, and it was the very beginning where they're, they're showing the operations at the casino and how everybody's mm-hmm. skimming, and I was like, fuck, this is really good. It's, it's. A, I, wanted, it, I wanted to keep watching.
1: James Woods in that is the it's scariest really goddamn thing. He's amazing. And, and just the scope of it, like shooting in the casino like that, I was like, yeah. oh, this kind of movie does never get made again. It just doesn't. I mean, until they did The Irishman. But Casino's great. You should definitely so we're gonna say, like, sit and watch uh, it.
0: Goodfellas, Godfather 1 and 2, and then I say Departed. Ron says Departed. And Josh says
1: Yeah, I'd say Departed, but okay. Donnie Brasco's right behind it. I love Donnie Brasco. It's a
0: great movie. It's, it it's great re-
1: movie. That's also really rewatchable. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, no. And everyone in that movie is really good. And that's the last time that some wise guy don't use a wall. You know, not to be like over this. Door. with a roll. Being around the outside. Corey from Cleveland, Ohio. This is a question for Josh and I. I know how much you love Band of Brothers, but is its sequel, The Pacific, worth checking out as well, or does it pale in comparison? I've been thinking about this question for nine years. Wow. I only watched it the one time when it was originally on, and I own it on Blu-ray, but I've never watched rewatched it. I remember being very disappointed, and that's not because it's good or bad. I couldn't talk about that. It's just because it wasn't Band of Brothers. Right. It's a very different kind of story. It doesn't follow one group of people throughout the war. It, it just was a different story. And it, it, and at the time, I wasn't ready for a different story. So I should probably rewatch it. it it's going to be less than because Band of Brothers was terrific and nothing is as good as Band of Brothers. I, but think I,
1: I if you go into it from the it's not Band of Brothers and, and also... Because it's the Pacific War, it's just such a different tone.
0: It's a slog. And it's a it's a meat grinder. It's and you
1: won't and heroic. you won't
0: have that right. And you won't have that
1: feel good. End up at the Birch's Garden, you know, go into Berlin. It just yeah. never is that. And it's
0: that my grandfather fought in the Pacific. He fought in Okinawa. Really? Yeah, he fought. Wow. He, Holy he, shit! He came home with metal in his neck from yeah. I mean, that's not as bad as thought.
1: So I watched it again. I don't know, like like five or six years ago, uh, you know, I had the same feeling when I watched it. But I was like, I I have a, fi- it's really, really, really good and well done. But it just doesn't make you feel good, no, like watching Vander Brothers did. And and like that's the thing. But it's really well. It is the there's night fighting scenes, you know, that are, I mean, they're amazing technically. There's nothing production wise less impressive ab- about it than Vander Brothers. And it's just doesn't make you feel the same way. And that's the, you know, European war versus the Pacific War. And and I've read a lot of books, you know, about the Pacific because it's one of those things like, you know, Americans tend to think about one part of the war.
0: The European theater.
1: Right. Because it's an it's an easier story to digest. But, you know, they put as much into it. It's just it was just a tougher
0: one, and people in the chat room were talking. I do remember Rami Malik being in it. Like, if you go back yep. now, there are people who are famous now that were in it. And just, just like James Badge Brothers. Dale is the yeah. main. Like, if you go back to Band of Brothers, everybody who was in Band of Brothers is now someone you see on other things all the time. And yeah. now the third part's coming out on Apple TV. Is it this year or next year? I don't know. They're doing the third one, which is about the Air Force. Oh, that's coming out. Same production crew, same people, same everybody. I mean, producers, everybody.
1: you know, just it's it's a lot like Casino. It's like watch it, don't expect it to be the same thing, but it's easy to appreciate. And also, I mean, in the same, if we're in that same run, I think From the Earth to the Moon is also, if, you, if you're into those, you have to watch that too. And that is spectacular.
0: <laughs> I was just going to say this, not about the Nazis, but it was. Adrian Z uh-huh. writes and says, I've been thinking about this question since 7.08 a.m. Monday, wow. June 14th, 2022. Bonus points. Was- Timestamp on the email.
2: Bonus points for specific- specificity.
0: Well I was listening to your Pickle League podcast it. 833 specifically at 1 hour wow. 17 minutes 18 seconds. I love it. If we're if running long up, on that one. If <laughs> you yeah, we were if you had to give up one type of media, podcasts, movies, music, etc., what would you give up? <laughs> Probably podcasts. That's the irony of all this. Yeah, this that's podcast, the irony. It's, it's the most question. disposable of all the media. I've said this all the time. I get the irony like, of saying it on a podcast.
2: Yeah, movie. like yeah, I, yeah, but but I say it all the time at work and stuff like that is that like you, you know how many times everything on
0: the internet is disposable.
2: You, everything on the internet is disposable. But like, how many times have you gone back and re-listened to a podcast that you listened to? Never. And I'm sure Josh has mm. a bunch of examples of stuff like that. But like, we think about it in the percentage of podcasts listened oh, it's, to. It's, it is, it's low. But I will yeah.
0: say, I want to, I want to acknowledge, mm-hmm. and I should have acknowledged this two emails ago. We get messages all the time from people who have re-listened to Goodfellas a minute yeah, over and over and over again, which is great. So which first of all, we should have mentioned yeah. if you like, do you want to hear us talk more about Goodfellas? We did a podcast called "Goodfellas Minute." You can find it on your aggregators. It's out there still. But people do I, listen, people we listen to the Pick of the Week show. We do people do we listen to them? Yeah. I just don't have the lifestyle I, I have that, a, that allows that to happen.
1: I have a coworker who just drove from San Francisco to Portland. He moved about twelve hours, and he goes, "So I listened to your podcast." I was like, "Which what?" He goes, "Goodfellas Minute." I got through twenty two minutes, and I was like, "Oh, what did you think?" He's like, "It's really good." And I was like, "Thank you." We're very proud of it. He goes, and the guests you have on don't make it worse. And I was like, yeah, we were very conscious about that. Yeah. Because, you know, podcast has a guest on. Like, what the fuck is, is this? This yeah. is why I showed up. So we were very like, we did it every other week, I think. And we made sure that they were people who
0: fit. Yeah. Otherwise, it would have ruined it. So I was very proud. I, I, I was like, oh, people do so we on. listen? I just don't, I don't even listen in the first place to a lot of podcasts. I think, no, one and, you, and you never have. Never really. Uh, I'm busy making I, them. All my I free think, time is spent making the podcasts we're doing. Like I don't. Know if,
1: <laughs> I mean, like, I, there's different kinds of them now. There's a lot. There's so many. It's hard to. There's so many that I just stopped looking. Like this podcast's great. Uh, it's like, I'm sure there's a billion podcasts that are great, and I'll never find them. You listen but, to Hardcore like, History, didn't you? I still do. I still listen to those, but they only come out once every six months. It's like a short audio. Book. Do you
0: listen to Conan's show still? No.
1: No, I, I listen did for to Conan's a while, show depending
0: but... on the guest is.
1: I did for a while, but then I couldn't keep up because, like I said, I've been listening to audiobooks and I love long form storytelling. I just it's my favorite thing. Yeah, I feel like there's a couple of kind of podcasts that I like and there's others that I don't even know anything about. This kind that we're doing right now, if you know the people, it's very intimate and it's like having a conversation with friends. Uh, I feel the same way. Like when I listen to I do listen to the Always Sunny podcast, which is a lot like this one, I think, in terms of the relationships of the people. They're the same age as us, you know, all that stuff. But it's kind of like you're hanging out with friends. And then there's the sort of produced kind that tells you a news story. Connor, you had me listen to the Chameleon podcast. Oh, yeah. There like was that one. that one? It was a New York Times, you know, a serial, you know, I know we make jokes, but like serial's great. Long form podcasts that This American Life did shit town was one of our all thanks, for inventing
0: uh, podcasts. Did either yeah. of you listen to the um, Winds of Change podcast? No. No. <laughs> I listened to it because it's Patrick Raiden O'Keefe, Josh, the guy who wrote that North. Right, American right, right
1: book. yeah, yeah. And it just did the uh the one on the the sacklers.
0: He's a New Yorker a contributor. A really really great article in the last New Yorker. It felt like watching a Netflix documentary in which when it finished I was like, mm-hmm. Well, why did you do this? There was no resolution to the right. story. Netflix is so keen on pumping out true crime documentaries with no resolutions. Like, we just spent six episodes and you're back to the start and there's you know know nothing about this. Like, why did we do this? And I feel like that's a lot of those kind of podcasts end up being that way. <laughs>
1: It's true. Oh, because what they'll do is at the beginning is they'll start out to find out something and then yeah. and, and then when they realize they're not gonna do it, they make it about a different thing.
0: And that's why and I New- like chameleon because there was a resolution.
1: Sure. You know? Uh, there was a New York Times one that I just listened to that was about like Birmingham, England and Muslim terrorists and stuff like that. Now it was really good, but it was a little like that. In the end, like they kind of figured out who did the thing, but that wasn't what it was about. It's really good, but it did leave you with that feeling. I'm gonna I'm gonna So out
0: we're all saying it. podcasts. That's how we're answering Agent's email. No one is giving up music before podcasts. I'm not
1: giving up music, movies, or TV or books. So comics? Virgin uh, Horse okay. Affair.
0: you giving up yeah. comics before podcasts? No. No. So we're all saying podcasts. Yeah, podcasts. Sorry. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop
1: I'm gonna stop with radio. I will not listen to radio anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a tough one. Like it's gonna be like people are eventually like movies are gonna be a really rare thing. Like but you know cinema.
0: what? Podcast is like radio in that radio was yes. disposable. You listen to and the radio and that was it. It was over. It's past. And me. it is. It's the same thing. It's just like
1: you could re-listen to it. You just probably wouldn't. So it, right. it so really like,
0: is. It used to be media was disposable. You watched a TV mm-hmm. show. It was over. It didn't air again. Maybe it aired in the summer on a rerun, but you never saw it again. Right. right. Um, but radio was even more because it's in the moment. It's more, yeah. it's more, and it wasn't it's more uh, present and vital because it's happening right now. And podcasts feel like that, where it's like, why would I go back and listen to an old episode of the Business because it's talking about what's happening this week in home? Right? You know what I
1: mean? Well, like, you know really... that like, the, like you could go back and listen to any hardcore history, and or you know or not go back. Well, you could different. go back, yeah, but you could also things. you could listen to it any time. You know, or, or or Malcolm Gladwell's revisionist history, right. which I think I think is really good. But those are produced things, you know, that have researchers. and Adam McKay's Death on the Wing podcast was it was awesome. But I, those mm-hmm. are getting more rare, and like I have to be in the right place in time to know that. Okay, make-
0: we got to move on. We got a bunch more I want to get to before we get to <laughs> our game. This is for Ron and I. Patrick W writes in says, "Holy shit, I just watched the season finale of Barry. Wow, thoughts? We totally forgot to talk about it on the last uh, episode yeah, of Media Splode, By the way, yeah, I don't want to spoil. the didn't watch the season at all, so we'll be very yeah. general. But a this terrific season of Barry, thirty minute episodes. Really, you know." Flew by. We talk about it all the time. It's not a comedy anymore. No. It's a drama that's occasionally funny. And when it's yep. funny, it's really fucking funny. Yep. Like that scene with the dogs run early on where yep. she's like, I hate the dogs. And all the dogs run by. Yeah. It was hilarious. Yep. Yep. But it's dark. It's dark as fuck. And it went really dark this season. Like to the point where every
2: episode we finished watching it and said, where are they going with this? Like, how do yeah. you come back
0: from this? How do you redeem yeah. anybody on the show? Yeah. Bill Hader- is good. Was an ex- he's an all-time great SNL cast member, yeah. but there was no indication that he was this good yeah. on SNL. They already said he's directing... Every I don't know. Have you Star- ever seen Star- the Vinny Veducci sketches? <laughs> They're very funny. He's yeah. very good. <laughs> but he is a great dramatic actor and he's a great director. And he's directing every episode in the fourth season they've already announced. Yeah. Wow. It's it's a really good show. And Henry Winkler is the Fonz. This is, I feel, I feel like, his role. You know, like, he is funny he's dramatic he breaks your heart he's ultimately the hero of the story I think he's I like I, I, it was a great show it's a great show the season's I terrific. Josh, like I don't know why you're not watching it. it's 30 minutes you can knock it out I,
1: I feel like the reason it reminds me of Breaking Bad which is a show that when I watched it I was like this is objectively very very good and when I watch it I really enjoyed it but when I'm not watching it for some reason I don't think I like it as much does that make sense I like, I always think I don't like it until I'm watching it, or at least I'm not excited about it. Mm-hmm. So for some reason, I just didn't get started this time and I sort of missed it. You should. I
0: understand. Again, I at 30 minutes, you could knock out the whole season in, yeah. in, in, in a couple of days. A, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're
2: only like eight episodes per season, right? Yeah. They're really fast. And it's and it's a 4 work, hour it's, it's, You do it one work day. It's worth it for Winkler. For Sure,
1: I have no so, doubt. Sure, yeah, by the way, yeah. the and, best thing that Henry Winkler ever did was arrested development, but still,
0: I mean, he was great. Well, you know, it's always <laughs> funny when, funnier. when you talk about actors being so brave because they look like shit, but there's a couple episodes where he looks terrible, you know, like he just looks like he has been beaten down, yeah.
2: Well, and and it balances, and also it's it, and the season takes him in a direction I didn't see coming, and it's just it, it's it's very, very good.
0: The gun scene is very funny, too.
2: Yeah.
1: I yeah. will also say that you both said at the beginning, like, it's really dark, and that immediately, oh, I don't want to deal with it. But it's no, also no, no. very it's like, funny. No, it no, doesn't. I, it, I get it. I'm not even saying that's right, but that was my my instinct was like, ah, I don't have it right now. But season one doesn't start that dark. Season one starts very,
2: like, season one is very funny. It's very comedy, kind of that, that thing. <laughs> and it
1: goes in this direction
2: that, it, but like, Josh, it's like dark, but compelling. It's like not dark for dark's sake. It's like very compelling.
1: Mm-hmm. I have no doubt. I think you're both right, and I think when I watch it, I will enjoy it, but for some reason, I'm I'm avoiding it. And also, this, it's
0: the perfect length. Someone in the chat room mentioned yeah. the length. Yeah. Like, 30 minutes is perfect for the show. You don't want an hour-long Barry episode. You want to be there for 30 minutes, and you want yep. to get out. Yep. All right. Greg M. from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. What are the best examples of Star Wars characters that only existed in the movies and shows to sell toys? Their criteria is that they have to look really cool but do very little on the screen. The first one that comes to mind is Bosk or Kit Fisto. How all P- of them. I've been thinking them. about this question for 23 years when my Boba older brother's Fett. friend told me it wasn't cool enough to play with his IG-88 toy.
1: IG-88? Boba Fett? Like, it was like all everyone in the... the like, yeah. was the... Okay. So, they're it, cognizant of that when they did Empire. They had to be because they'd sold a lot of yeah. toys before that, and they knew, oh, we yeah. can make one of all these. But, you go backwards to the cantina and all the aliens and everything in the yeah, first there, movie. There was,
0: Hammerhead. They didn't know. Hammerhead. They had no, they, no idea. I love Hammerhead right. as a toy. Yeah, yeah. His hands were down. His oh, was... so cool! Who was the one in the in the new prequels? the 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 woman from Game of Thrones, Phasma. Yeah, Captain, Captain Phasma. Phasma. Yeah. Yeah. I was, was like, just... there's a lot of people from yeah. Game of Thrones didn't Is do anything solo? in the, in the movie. Didn't do though. anything. It was purely nice. just, yeah.
2: I always felt like she was more of a red herring, though. Like they put it, they put her out there to put something out there that that people thought was going to be a big deal, but didn't, you know. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, all um, all the prequel characters that we Rick rapidly Olay? bought the toys. Rickole, <laughs> Ricole and. And Captain uh, Panaka. Yep. What's funny though is that, like, stating I, the obvious, they,
1: they don't have an army. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what it's, what's funny though is that, like, when I look back at like, I can sit here and I can tell you objectively, like, episode one was a huge disappointment. It wasn't a good movie. I bought all of those toys, sometimes more than one. And I look uh, back on all of it with such fondness, though. Well, because it was I fun. Yeah, we were so, excited. I we were so excited that I bought a Nicoli action time.
0: figure. Yeah. I still and... remember distinctly trying to get those tickets, laying on the floor of my house in Ithaca with a cordless telephone, dialing the number over and over on redial to try to get tickets for the Phantom Menace. And that was great. I have no, I take nothing away from that. No matter how bad. Yeah.
1: No, I mean like the experience and the time. or all seeing it
0: Josh with you in Ithaca. Yeah. Ron, you know, I moved back to Ithaca. After graduation, because I had right. another month on my house lease. so I figured well, I might as well live in the house. Right. And me and Josh and Gordon, the intern. And whose hot roommate Alex, was it? Alex. Your Alex, hot roommate, was ours, Josh. Me and Gordon yeah. both lived there. And we saw five minutes every night. We went to the Pyramid I, Mall and I, saw I it saw every it,
1: single night. Because I, I worked in that mall, so I saw it 10 times that summer. Around six, I
0: was like, oh, this is bad. Well, I got to get to 10. But we saw it, Ron, every... Me and Gordon, why not, because we had nothing else to do. It was Ithaca in July, it who's no one who was there? <laughs> it was play Goldeneye again or go to the movies, and we went to the movies. so, that's well, well, to, so what's funny to is the roommate and that ended up happening, it ended up getting really messy. It <laughs> didn't get really Jeez. messy, it was just slightly awkward.
1: I just <laughs> went, I don't think I like you that much, and then I went into my <laughs> other room, which was right next to her room, and that was it. The Ewoks is a thing that gets brought up a lot in Return of the Jedi, and yeah. yes, probably made for toy purposes, but also. You know, at the time and to this day, I love Ewoks. They were adorable. I was six. You know, it, it's like that's I wanted an Ewok stuffed animal, and I got one, and it was great. There's no problem with that that they sold toys from it because it was rad.
0: Oh, you know what? The new movie. What was the, the little like Porgy things from the the Porgs? Porgs, the yeah. And they porcs. were they were yeah. definitely
1: beyond the pale. They
0: were yeah. like yeah.
1: the most ball- But I don't know if that it kind of like it's part and parcel with Star Wars. Like it's just yeah, that's what you do. Star you Wars invented of- merchandising. They did.
2: <laughs> Space. Am- uh, a- a flame a- remember Aminaman? A- that that green yellow guy. Amineman. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you know what Star Wars did? Was they, they were the man. ones that did I'm not they were man. the ones that did the just off the screen stuff? Do you yep. remember that? Yeah. Where they yep. started putting out toys that weren't in the movies because yep. they were just off the screen and you can't see him making the quotes, but that's what was- yep. they said. It was such bullshit. It was like, Oh yeah, this guy was just off the screen, <laughs> and we bought him. Yep, because I'm, I'm
1: fine with it. But yeah. the, I mean, like back then you didn't have any extent. you only had the movies and you wanted more, and yeah. that was what you how you got more, and that made it special. You know, now there's so much, it doesn't feel like you need it, but yeah. that's part of it. But just off the
0: screen here, we get a Disney Plus show. Adam <laughs> from Chicago, Illinois. This one might take us for the rest of the show, but we have one more question I, I want to get. I want a show built around Ugnauts. <laughs> yeah. Adam says I used to go to a pizzeria that sold slices for lunch. I was concerned that I might get grease on my clothes, and therefore, I adjusted the way I ate the slices. I would roll a slice up, so it was basically became a taquito. Then I would hold it at a forty five degree angle as I ate, so that the grease would drip down to a paper plate. I was told Are by a comic book artist. This was, I was told by a coworker that this way to eat a pizza was sacrilegious. As experts on the way pizza is supposed to be eaten, is my method an acceptable way to eat a slice? Of pizza, all right. Well, no. I mean, sure. You're a crazy person. (laughs) How did you get out of jail? Write this email, Adam. They should have thrown you in fucking jail. Oh oh my god.
2: (laughs) I mean, like, I mean, don't they have you in
0: soft restraints?
2: (laughs) <laughs> i'm not gonna say it's sacrilegious sacrilegious he rolled because, it up like
0: a roll like a yeah because like so,
2: pizza isn't a religion but like, like whatever a, but like little cake. but dude do you realize do you realize that like you just fold it in half and yeah. eat it like normal person
1: does you the fold same it in thing? half you, you hold it a little a ways and down so that it drips yeah. on the plate but yeah. see the the fact that you can do that tells me there was something wrong with the pizza
0: yes yeah agree because the yeah, crust the it should be too hard to crust. roll like did he that. say
2: where he's writing in
0: from chicago mm, chicago uh, that's the problem well, if you can there roll you one go. of those slices you're really yeah well, that's, that's... <laughs> if you roll that slice the, the sauce is just everywhere <laughs> on our pick of the week show there's a lot of talk about how pizza's portrayed in comics lately because the artists from europe don't seem to have ever seen a pizza before because they draw them all over the fucking map <laughs> anyway that's wrong you should be in jail yeah, that's my final word. Well, I, the, I the, mean, jail's a little extreme. The,
2: I just, I, I think, I think under under hard evaluate, labor breaking rocks, under evaluation fold is
1: probably better. Yeah. You have to crack the crust at the fold area, but you right, want to maintain exactly. that. If it's rolling, it it's soggy or it's too like. It, I'm it should be a, really a hard crust from, from the from the oven. Yeah. It should
0: make it a hard crust, it or at least roll not, like
1: maybe that. not hard, but it shouldn't roll because if you roll a pizza crust worth anything, it'll like it'll all crumble. It won't be any good. Right. It's not, and also rolling it's too it's too much.
0: It just get a It's, big, a, lot of work. it's a big yeah. pizza. Like I feel like you make a huge mess rolling it. it. Wouldn't you like shoot out more grease? Oh, absolutely. I don't know how you. It? Need, I need to see this slice. Can he then you would make photo? the whole the whole slice would get really greasy from all the grease being right because
1: you're squee you're concentrating it. Yeah. yeah, somebody, you know, somebody in the chat, you lean forward. That's it's all. It's all about the fold where you you have to be conscious of where the fold is, because if it's next to your hand, it'll run down your arm. You don't want that. Yep. So you yep. kind of you kind of hold it, it off away. Your elbow. And then, and yeah, you lean in sideways and you, Oh man, you know what I want now, don't you?
0: Pizza. I have oh, pizza man. coming in. 15 minutes. Oh,
1: I want a slice of pizza in the city, though. I want like oh, a, so by good. where Ron yeah. used to live. That uh L I C slice that was good yep. or slice slice, like yeah, slice that yeah, was slice. good. The place yeah. that was up the street from my house in a story which is no longer there. Like that's that's my yep. oh man you you just go I'd want a slice and I'd walk a block yep. up the road and I'd get one and it was three dollars.
0: It's, it's such a great it's a it's, great oh, it's perfect yeah. I, that's the one thing I miss with moving to the West Coast is is a place just to grab a slice. Oh. Just I want to grab a slice and so you oh. just can't do that here. Yep. At least not where I live. Tragic. There's there were places. there was a place on Melrose. There are sliced kind of places. I just there's just they're, just, they're yeah. just you know in New York they're every block in Los Angeles. Right. Or not. Oh yeah,
1: and they're and they're they're fairly consistent. Like I very rarely like grabbed a slice from a place. And be like that was awful. Yeah, there are places that look just like that in San Francisco, and those are awful.
0: Well, those that's like, like oh, this is a slice. I know that's what up. I'm saying.
1: Like it looks just like it. You go this. Surely this slice will be fine. It's not. Ron, as in a
2: time, you get the final word on pizza slice. What, 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 in what sense?
0: Just how should we us pizza. something? Yeah.
2: Just, I mean, eat it. I mean, I, I, I will say I do differ. I know it's easy to joke and stuff like that and make fun of this, this person, but like, whatever works, man. Whatever it's makes right you happy. Here, Ron. It's why we're here. Whatever makes you happy. Like, if you
1: want to roll <laughs> up your pizza like a weirdo, go to town. <laughs> He's objectively making the pizza worse when he does that.
2: I mean, I, I mean, yeah, but it's also Chicago. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a New York-style slice in Chicago. It's probably your right. shitty to begin with. So I just know you're um, not supposed to
1: put ketchup on
2: it. I, I mean, all, all I know is that like, I know how to eat it the right way, and cool. Come to New York, <laughs> we'll show you. So.
0: I'm going to skip the last email I've got here because it's a music question, and we're going to go way too long. All right. So I'm going to go right to the game. This game was formulated by my lovely wife. Okay. And it's related to what we talked about earlier. The game is called Who Should Tom Hanks Play? I'm going to give you a film. The film is usually an ensemble film. And you're going to tell me which role should Tom Hanks be swapped into. So, for okay. instance, if I said Star Wars, you'd say he should play Glamath Tarkin. Whatever. Like, you yeah, should right. just tell me what role in this ensemble should Tom Hanks be swapped into. Okay. Okay? This came out of us watching something. And it was like, what should Tom Hanks been in this? You know, Because we're always talking about Tom Hanks. Ron and I have to like this. What do you mean? <laughs> the game or the movie? That uh, yeah, that we have to come. like the game. You don't have to like the game, but I'm thinking yeah, I mean, you, you came you up with it. It's it. savages it if it was bad. You don't
2: have to you don't have to like it, but you got to
0: play it, Josh. Exactly. Oh, I'm going to play it. Uh, uh. The first film is Ocean's 11, who should Tom Hanks play? Oh, the Clooney role.
1: Yeah, he's the Clooney role. Yeah. You think he's the Clooney role? He's not. Really he's not the Brad sexy. Pitt role. He's not the Brad Pitt nope. role. And everybody
0: else is like young. But uh, oh let me, let me, Wait, is, you me he the Eli, is he the Elliot Gould but role? It, it, it's it's Tom Hanks at oh. the time of the film, so it's Tom Hanks. Oh. He's like 50. You know, he'd, like be he the, he'd be funny if you played the.
1: he'd be funny if you play the Don Cheadle role <laughs> or, the,
2: or the the the, um, the Japanese guy, the Chinese, the, the Chinese acrobat. The Chinese that's, acrobat that's, yeah. that's just
1: that's just stunt casting. What if you played Andy Garcia? That's, I was just that's I was just I thinking Andy that's Garcia. Aggressive. I was just thinking that. Yeah. 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 I, I think I that played that back guy. Way. Yeah. Yeah. you can't you can't replace Clooney. It doesn't it doesn't work. Yeah. Top Gun. Top Gun.
0: The original Top Gun. So he's 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 that age in the film. He's goose. He's goose. Yeah, he's that age. So everybody everybody
1: in that movie is like super like alpha male and confident. Goose is the only one who looks like a person that I recognize, and that's what Tom Hanks can do. Heat. I don't remember it well enough. I don't remember. I watched it like a couple of years ago and it was I was bored to death. I don't think I've
2: watched this. I don't think I've watched this since the nineties.
0: JFK.
1: Oh, God, that's, oh, that's
0: early 90s a lot of roles. Costner. Costner.
2: He's,
1: no. he's
0: Garrison. He
1: could do that. He could. He now, totally could I do don't that. think he could yeah. then. In 91, he wasn't. Kevin Bacon. People got to know Mr. Garrison. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he could do John Candy's role. He could do yes, John Candy.
1: Absolutely do John Candy's role. If you could Dean, do Gary, Dean, Ull, Gary Oldman's. Who's John you, Candy? Dean. Dean. Uh... If Fuck. Dean Cundy. No, is it's
2: it? Open. I can't do Pesci's role.
1: He could, but it would be Dean funny. Andrews. Dean Andrews. If you change the age, uh he could do Donald Sutherland's role. Like, yeah, he but played you, it's it's not, really, he's not really, young. He's too young. Yeah. I know. I know. But like in that way, like, or like he's pretty much interchangeable with Jack lemon on anything. I think he could, he's too young for Jack lemon's role. I know that, but I'm saying in terms of, I and I'm, I'm, you know, if I have to go with his age, I then mean, it's a different I'll, answer, I'll, but. I'll, I'll put it out there. I think he could do Tommy Lee Jones's role. Yeah, not at the time yeah. though.
2: I don't don't underestimate. Hank, Wait, should think, he play?
1: I, uh, should he play Clay Shaw or Clay Bertrand? Clay Bertrand. <laughs> oh, okay, that makes sense. Clay <laughs> that cat bitron
0: Love Actually.
2: Oh, I don't even remember it enough to point out somebody. You've
0: seen Love Actually, times. I have enough for years. not for years. I think he plays. I uh, mean, the the inst- uh,
1: instinct is to say the author William Freeman. Freeman uh, oh no, um, Martin Freeman. The, the,
0: no, he's too old for Although that. Although
1: younger him could have done that for sure. No, yeah. I was going to say the guy falls in love with his mate. Colin Firth. Could, Colin Firth. Colin Firth that, that's like the most obvious thing. No, Alan uh, Rickman. He could, he could do Alan Rickmans. Rickman's.
0: He could do all of them. He could do Rickman. He could he, do Hugh Grant. He, he could do all those roles. Yeah. yeah. I
1: don't think he could do Hugh Grant. No? That role is inherently British. Yeah. And I think that he is not that.
0: There's other I roles he swapped it with... But who wants to watch Tom Hanks cheating Emma Thompson? Nobody. Nobody. Right. Yeah. Okay. Pulp Fiction.
2: We only got a couple more. Mm, that's tough because all those dead air. I was just looking. Yeah. <laughs> looking at you. I'm like, we're not making. Sounds. That's tough because those are all so
0: iconic. Well, oh, these are all iconic girls. You had to, you no had to
2: be, i know but like but i, I wish this 11 isn't like as iconic as pulp fiction you
0: know what i mean stoltz
2: like, stoltz <laughs> that's a good one that's a good one you're right it is it's that's Stultz. the one yeah
1: yeah you're right yep i had the poster on the wall so i just looked over at the cats and i
0: was like no that's the one i'll agree with that i'll agree with that all it's right a good move game. it's a good movie we talked about earlier the departed um is it uh martin sheen's role he could no. do that. He'd he's be too, awesome he's not, at that. He, now.
1: He, would it would be great if he it, did the Mark Wahlberg role? Yeah. <laughs> he does Dignan?
2: Because because he can't do Nicholson and he can't do Ooh. DiCaprio, right? It's and he like, can't be Baldwin either.
0: He's yeah, 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 yeah.
1: He could do Baldwin. He's not mean enough.
0: You don't buy me He would have a different Thomas.
1: energy. Like I, I mean,
0: he's
1: uh, uh, like the James Badge Dale role. <laughs> he's too old. No, I know. I mean, you would have to be like if, in that. If we're talking the age at the time, then he's queening. Mm. Yeah, it's the he only it one the because he's, he's paternal, and he yeah, he can do the accent. And everybody else in that movie's a monster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, two more. Knives Out. Ooh! I, oh, I my, uh, Michael Shannon. Like now, he could play the plumber role. Now. How many times have you guys? Yeah, seen but that he's movie?
2: still too young for that too. But I not, saw that, that a was, twice
0: in the theater and twice yeah. since it's been on streaming. Okay, I saw it twice in the theater and once not. I mean, I he could see, play the Daniel Craig role.
2: I mean, he can play the he, yeah, he can play Daniel Craig role. He could play the Michael Shannon role. He could play yeah, he, he can play the Evans role. I mean, he could do anything in that one. So. He can't
1: play the Evans role at the age. He's
0: yeah, that sweater though, man, that was a good sweater. Great sweater. I, I really yeah. want the sweater. Finally, the last one for our fans: The Avengers
1: um a banner he's a
0: little old for banner, banner. yeah uh, but you can, you can he could be colson he could be colson
1: Yep. every he man he could be old he could be he's not in it but I was like he could be old reed richards he would have been a great reed richards if they could make a movie like that back then maybe he not he would
0: have mm, yeah maybe yeah so uh, we're saying colson okay. or what well, fury
2: nah I say Loki before. What about carry.
0: what about Dr. Selvig?
2: <laughs> yes, Dr. <laughs> Selvig. He, I think Dr. He, Selvig is. He the need to put role. on some. He need to put on some gut.
0: But uh, yeah. <laughs> well, now he's uh, lost. Like he's back to the '80s weight. I know. Was. Yeah, it's scary. Why did he? Is that for? a I role? I saw or him or on that, Colbert, and it took me a while to really calibrate my brain. Seeing is that for a seeing. role, or I think it's for his health because he has diabetes. I think. Yeah, he's I got mean, diabetes. Yeah. He's t- he developed it because of all the weight he lost and gained, lost and gained for a while. Yeah. When was he born? Like, like how? He's how, sixty. How I think he's turning sixty. 60. So he's sixty, no. so he would have been fifty oh, wait, at the time 60, of. Yeah. So
1: he'd have been fifty at the time of Avengers. So basically, oh, sorry, he's sixty-five. Age. He's sixty-five.
0: was he okay. born fifty-six. He,
1: well, he could have played the Robert Redford role in uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah, but that's not the we movie we're talking about. I, I mean, know, Celtic. but I don't have any. He'd be funny at Yeah. Okay. That's just like a character that's like a non-issue. Like you could remove that character, and it wouldn't matter.
0: Celtic, yes. I
1: mean, like you could have somebody else do the stuff, but he didn't really it doesn't really matter.
0: Ron, what's your final word on this? On uh, Avengers, Captain America. Uh,
1: I, I I could see him doing Loki. I'm still going with Banner. I mean, there's no reason that Banner can't Man. be older, and and he's sure. like, slight. He's you know, sort of slight, and he's unassuming. What year was it, Avengers? <laughs> 11, 12, 11. So 11? that
0: was what, yeah. uh, 11 years ago. So he was yeah. 54, Fifty four.
1: Selvig. You could do Selvig. You could do banner.
2: Colson. Yeah. Someone be cool on the, banner. uh, on the helicarrier, <laughs> the president, In the just background. a guy with like the cones. One of the shadow He's people, one of the, one of the, <laughs> <laughs> one of the, one of the, one of the people that Fury's talking to. Right.
0: Yeah. He's just one of those people.
1: guys on the, on the monitor. Yeah, like out, games.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so that's the game. Who should Tom Hanks play? This is the fun game. game. We played it. I would
1: do another round of that. <laughs>
0: right. Some other time we'll play it. We're gonna have to get away
1: from that. We're gonna have to get away from that time-based thing, and then we can really open the game up.
2: Right. Yeah. Because if you can go, if you if you can do Hanks at any point in his I, career, sure. at any point in the I movie think, timeline, then you can have more fun. Like Jaws. Yeah. See,
1: I think that, and that's the thing is that we well, can. Well, Jaws is easy. He plays the drag control. You can pick which Hanks he plays Alex. He could play
0: he could play Brody. He could absolutely play Brody Brody. Brody. Tom, I'm not limiting his ability. He can play all those roles. I'm saying I put him in the Dreyfus role. He could play I think Dreyfus is the most obvious one, but like
2: No, I would say Scheider before
1: before Dreyfus, to be honest. Yeah. You just give him like the forty year old Hanks.
2: Yeah. Oh
1: man. Yeah, that would be great. I mean, could,
2: you, could you hear him yelling at the doc and all that? Go, hey, hey, hey! Like, <laughs> 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 oh, it'd be great.
0: No one yells like Tom Hanks. You're
2: certifiable, Quince. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, uh, so that was our game. Cool. Who should Tom Hanks play? Game. Love it. And also, thanks to all the people who wrote into Com for the emails. We didn't get to all the emails. I apologize, but you can keep writing in, put Media Spot in the subject line because we also use an email for our pick of the week show. And as we said before, this show was unlocked by the patrons at patreon.com slash fanboy. They also unlocked the Talks Blood and the Media Splode shows. A lot of shows uh, we enjoy, you enjoy, hopefully, were unlocked by the patrons. Patreon.com slash fanboy. Please consider being one. We appreciate it. And also, Ron, you have your All About Android show. I do. Head over. What's to the t- hot topic these days? The new
2: phone from Nothing. There's a company called Nothing, founded by Carl Pei, who is the founder of OnePlus. The Nothing Phone One is being announced this month. And so that's got everybody ablaze.
0: Are you ablaze? How do you feel about I'm it? I'm
2: ablaze. So go to twit.tv slash AAA, where you can subscribe to all about Android if you're into Android phones. Very specific. Yeah.
0: And Josh and I, of course, have the Pick of the Week show where we could talk about the week's comics. You can check that out at fanboy.com. Thanks to everyone who made the show possible. We appreciate it. We had a lot of fun doing it live with the patrons. And until next time, I'm Connor. I'm Ron. I am Josh.
1: I'm leaving town, baby. I'm leaving town to show.